Welcome back to Booze and Buffy, a podcast where we are watching and discussing every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one by one. We will be spoiling the current episode that we're on, though this week is a special week, uh, but we will keep spoilers for future episodes out of here. Mm-hmm. I'm Harrison, but not really because I'm Jason. Whoa. I'm <laughs> Jason, but not really because I'm Harrison? Yeah, wrap your brain around that. <laughs> uh, so this week, in uh, instead of an episode, we are going to just do a bit of an overview of the entire season, some of our favorite moments, favorite monsters, and those things. Season two, <laughs> baby! Boom, boom! Oh, yeah, and just a quick note, if you haven't watched all of our season two episodes, or, you're, or you haven't watched all of season two of Buffy... Heads up, spoilers for the whole season. Whole damn season. Hell yeah. Play that intro music. Booze and Buffy. Jason, what are we drinking this week? Well, Harrison, we are going to get white girl wasted with some white Zinfandel. Yes, it is uh, Franzia from a box. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, it is, um, oh, I guess we, we, we were about to... We should probably do a toast. Yeah. So this, <laughs> we um, just really want this wine. <laughs> this box of wine um, was left by some a member of Grace's uh, Dungeons & Dragons group that meets every Sunday. And um, Grace does not drink whites or rosés, so she was like... Here, you have this. And so Jason and I are like, okay. Um, so if somebody hands you a box of wine, you don't say no. I And listen, I have I have drank a lot of boxed wine in my life. I know. That was honestly like your go-to for a while. It was. And this, is, this is the first boxed wine I've really had in a long time. I've gotten classier as I've gotten older. I'm pretty sure the only boxed wine I've ever had is in your company. Hmm. Um, so I think the toast is mine this week. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say... Uh, cheers to Grace's D&D group. Yeah. May all of your 20s be natural. Uh, also, it is noon. This is like the earliest we've ever recorded. Hell yeah. Day drinking, baby. <laughs> all right. So we've got uh, 12 categories of things from the season. Well, doing a great job. <laughs> so we're just going to go back and forth. Um and discuss some of our favorites and a couple of our least favorite things about the season. So, just to get us started, Jason, what is your favorite monster of the week from season two? Okay, so the monsters of the week are um, not too great this season, but if I had to pick one, I would pick the uh, Kindestode mm-hmm. from, uh, from Killed by Death, because... Damn, that thing was messed up. Yeah, it's eyes. <laughs> sucker eyes. <laughs> yeah, the sucker eyes. Um, my apologies to our listeners for using sucker eyes as our promo image for that week. <laughs> um, and by apologies, I mean I'm not sorry. I do it again. See, no shame. <laughs> um, I have to agree. I think my favorite my favorite monster of the week is also the um, Drakindersad, even though the episode around him is not. The best episode. Um, he himself is a really scary monster. Yeah, and I think like we obviously talked about in Killed by Death. I I think the uh, the potential for a really good episode was there. Yeah. I mean, like like I said, like the hospital and body horror is kind of like the thing that really can get to me. Yeah, and uh, you had that setting, and you had this 
freaky ass thing. So I think like the story just wasn't strong enough to go with yeah, that setup. I agree. Um, I'm going to give, um, just so our answer isn't completely the same, I'm going to give also an honorable mention, I think, to um, the spirits of James and Grace in I Only Have Eyes for You. Oh, I guess they technically are monsters of the week. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of liberal use of monster of the week. Um, but hey, we're all liberals on this show. <laughs> Wait, we are? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just, I think they're, the episode is just so strong and they... Um, one thing I think the show does struggle with sometimes is connecting the monster of the week um, emotionally to the characters. Um, but this Especially is where... when you're in the middle of like a huge yeah. earth-shattering arc for season two. Yeah. Um, but I think that episode is super successful. Um, as we talked about at length. <laughs> so, yeah. So, alright. So, Jakindostad and James and Grace, the dead lovers. Those are our favorite monsters of the week for this season. Yeah. All right, Harrison. What would you say is the scariest moment of season two? Um, so for me, hands down, the um, the Angelus Jenny scene in Passion. And particularly, if I'm going to narrow it down to just a moment, it's when he throws the orb of Thessala. I'm, I'm getting goose chills right now. Every <laughs> Goose <laughs> chills? <laughs> goose chills, that's what I call them. Um, every time I watch that episode, when, um, you know, the force he throws it, that shattering of the glass, and then um, Robbie Lamort just plays that terror so perfectly that I'm also terrified. So that's it for me. Okay. Um, that is a truly good one. Uh that would probably be like my pick, but I also want to like pick something else, so we have like stuff to talk about. <laughs> I'd say like, uh, and maybe not like frightening, but kind of scary is um, when uh, in Ted, when mm. Buffy kills Ted, yeah. and uh, like then the whole rigmarole, the police coming over, are and they're like investigating her and like Joyce. Uh, I think it's just the Joyce's face that really yeah. sells that whole thing. Just like she, she can't believe what Buffy did, but she also has to cover for her because I mean it's her daughter. Like Buffy killed like the guy who she was into. Yeah, and yeah, like just I guess like whenever you bring in the police into the into Buffy's life, it's always just kind of scary yeah so you're for you it's more that real life yeah yeah it's like it's like when you try to apply like when the real world's rules come in in the middle of like these fantasy rules and like buffy is kind of always Mm -hmm. more or less in charge of the fantasy elements but like when something comes in like that or when uh the police uh hold her gunpoint at the end of becoming part one slash be, uh, beginning of becoming part two, wow, that was really hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> you got there though. <laughs> Thank I'm you. Proud of but um, when the world that she is comfortable with and an authority in is invaded by mm-hmm. something that's out of her control, that can be scary, yeah. especially when you spend so much time in this fantasy world. Yeah, I agree. Wow. We're- we're very deep here on Booze and Buffy. We, we try to do some deep cuts. 
Um, so Jason, what was your most heartbreaking moment? I mean, I mean, I think I know what your answer it, it kinda is. It kind of goes without saying, <laughs> but uh, yeah, like Angel getting his soul back right before Buffy has to kill him mm-hmm. and send him into hell with a Coppola. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just like the 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 journey that both of them went on this season, and like the heartbreak. And I was thinking about this earlier today, actually. Um, Buffy at least would have gotten some catharsis if she was killing Angelus. Yeah. But she didn't kill Angelus. She killed Angel. Mm-hmm. Like, she went from, like, here's this person that I hate who killed Jenny Calendar, who's hurt my friends, and who is, like, who destroyed my heart. Yeah. And, but that's not who she gets to kill. Um, it's... It's, it's almost a little bit like... It's one of the problems to go to, like, reference, like, a separate kind of uh, franchise mm-hmm. um, in Avengers Endgame. Spoilers for Avengers Endgame yeah. ahead. Like, uh, how the... We're thi- past the Russo's uh, spoiler timetable. Yeah, like, uh, when... Like, the Thanos that they fight at the end of the movie is not the Thanos who they all fought in Infinity War. Yeah. And uh, I think, like, everybody was talking about how great the Scarlet Witch moment is. I actually kind of hated it because she's obviously taking out all of her anger about him killing Vision. And she's just like, you took everything from me. He's like, I don't even know who you are. It was, like, kind of a cheap laugh that undercut, like, what should have been a powerful moment. Oh, that's interesting because I read that I didn't read that as a funny moment. I actually read it kind of it, the way you're saying it is that it it should be a cathartic moment for her, but it doesn't get to be because and and it's actually something I've been kind of. I've curious. actually seen people talk about like how how funny it was. Like oh, he doesn't even know who they are. I never. I I thought that was a deeply sad line. No, because yeah. I was like she doesn't get the catharsis she needs, um, and I I kind of have a feeling that's gonna be what the. Um, uh, the WandaVision series is kind of going to deal with. Also, that show looks insane. And I don't like... I'm like, what? Have you ever read, like, a Tom King's Vision comic? Uh-uh. It is crazy. Like, yeah. the Vision creates a family. And, yeah, it's... It's six ways of sideways. Um, kind of like that episode of Voyager where the Doctor creates a holographic family. Yeah. Oh, man, that... <laughs> That was actually a really good episode. I, I I remember coming around on it, but in the first... I typically don't like holodeck episodes. So when it started, I was like, oh, this is a holodeck episode. And it's a weird one where he makes a family. But by the end of it, I was I mean, like, you're, you're okay, gonna I am, get, You're going to get more holodeck episodes of Voyager. <laughs> yes. They're, they're stuck on that first ship. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, your most heartbreaking moment season two um so i i think yeah definitely that angel one at the end is super heartbreaking um the one for me though and mostly because it cuts a little closer to home for me is um the scene between buffy and joyce in becoming part two okay yeah um particularly when joyce tells her not to come back uh it's it's horrible. It's so, and it just, it is so depressing. And I just, I love the relationship between Buffy and Joyce. Um, so to see it fracture in such a way is really upsetting. Um, so that's me just sitting no, over no. here sad. No, um, man, so like, let's, I'm, I'm oh, it's also, your turn. sorry. No, no, no. Like you, you asked the next question, but I didn't want to like say like, yeah, it really did give that scene more impact for me mm-hmm. when you pointed out like 
the when you and Grace both pointed out like the coming out aspect of looking at that and yeah, yeah it just hurt like yeah. it, it hurt a lot more and it you know and it ties into the heartbreak that is the the rest of the finale because you know the, it's the finale is a piling on of these things on Buffy um and I think it's easy to say like oh Buffy leaves town at the end because she's heartbroken over killing Angel and it's definitely part of it but no there is like a point in the episode when she says I don't have anything else yeah, to lose it's everything yeah like in the Buffy is just the burden gets so great and the things that she tied herself to um Angel her mom her friends she didn't have those. Yeah. Or she felt like she didn't have them. I mean, she well, she doesn't have Angel. He, he's in hell. Um, yeah. But, yeah. All right. Your turn. Um, but you gave me your... You gave me your response to that, so, so I think... it's your turn to ask. Yes, you're right, you're right. <laughs> sorry. This is how it works. I'm sorry. We, I fucked it up. <laughs> um, all right. Harrison, what would you say is the funniest moment in season two? All right. So now we don't have to talk about sad things anymore. Um, uh, so I think it's it's got to be um, um, the, the the scene where Jenny Callender falls under the love spell. Yes. In, in <laughs> Bewitched Father. Than and, and specifically... When she like we, the moment we see her like the spell taking effect. Yes, her, it's so good. <laughs> when she starts like just touching Xander's shirt or whatever. And, and the way it, the way it, it just it does so well. I love the uh, she comes in. Hi Xander, Giles. We need to talk. The, yeah, the touch of the shirt. I've been working out. Giles, we need to talk. Xander, what's up? It's like, and how she's trying so hard. Like, so my favorite, uh, my funniest moment is also from that episode because that episode's just fucking funny. But um, when it's a different scene though, it's like right after uh, uh, Xander's had his first encounter with Buffy after she's been under the spell, and he's outside the library, and like those other girls like come up and start talking to him, and he keeps like glancing sideways, and Buffy is just like seriously just giving him this face like I'm gonna fuck you so hard. Yeah, like I think that was like. Sarah Michelle Gellar doesn't do a lot of that stuff on Buffy, so the fact that she just got to, like, have fun with it, that was so funny, and it's just, oh. She channels um, Catherine from Cruel Intentions a little bit. Um, <laughs> it, I, it just always reminds me of uh, of Wedding Crashers, when, um, like, Vince Vaughn's like, oh, dibs on the girl in the hat. It's like, oh, you don't want the girl in the hat. It's She's too proper. And then, like, she just stares at him just like Buffy stared at Xander. He's like, oh, well, the proper girl in the hat just, I, I fucked the shit out of me. <laughs> yep. Um, also, I'm going to say two honorable mentions from the same episode. Uh, <laughs> Joyce coming on to Xander. Yes. And Drusilla. <laughs> um, and I love, like, uh, oh, like when Drusilla tries to, like, get into the house but can't. And then Angelus is just, like, hanging back. He's like, oh, sorry, Drew, you're not invited to that party or whatever. So good. <laughs> Um, that episode also had the, um, numerous, numerous Buffy hair flips. And, um, earlier this week, um, earlier this week, 
Sarah Michelle Gellar posted a super cut that someone had made of a lot of her dramatic hair flips <laughs> on the show. Um, and one of our one of our Instagram followers, um, Ali, I think is her name, uh, uh, tagged us in a comment on that. I was really grateful because I was like, "This is <laughs> this is peak content." <laughs> All right, uh, Jason, what is your favorite overall season two moment? Oh, Lord. Oh, man. Um, it's really hard because like this is like my favorite season. Um, and I, if I had to pick something, it would probably be the sword fight between Angelus mm-hmm. and Buffy because it's not a weapon that we see Buffy using a lot. Um, and... Uh, it's the culmination of everything that like not just this season but also season one as well like yeah everything led up to it it was like oh well you know that like this has got to be something big and it turns out it was it was epic yeah and i loved it um for me and you're right it's it's difficult to Pick just one moment in a there season that has. So I many think good I might moments. know what you're gonna say though. All right, so I'm I'm gonna I'll, I'll just say it, and you'll tell me if you if I if you were right. Um, it is in passion. All right. <laughs> um, the scene where Buffy and Willow get the news that Jenny Callender had. Died. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna do like uh, when Giles like did his one man army against. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay, I'm adding a question. <laughs> and it's hottest moment. Okay? Okay? So after after I do this, I'm going to ask you, what is hottest moment? Okay? So, no, the scene between Willow and uh, Mbappi, I just, it's so well filmed. It is so heartbreaking. And I it's, um, as we discussed, it's so upsetting to see this, watch this happen through Angelus's eyes. Just yeah. everything about it. Um, Joyce coming in to comfort them. Um, Buffy and Willow's very distinct but very <laughs> in-character reactions to the news. I just... Four thumbs up. Those are my thumbs and yours. Put your thumbs up, Jason. Yeah, they're up, they're up. <laughs> <God, damn. laughs> Alright, Jason. Hottest moment of the season. Oh, Alright. Um, hmm... I, like, Sorry, I, didn't give you time yeah, to prepare. This, just... this one took me off guard. Uh, <laughs> it's just the, like you get like a lot of the, um, you have like a lot of cool coupling going on. Mm-hmm. Like you obviously have like Buffy Angel for the first half of the season. Uh, you have like Xander and Cordelia getting down dirty. Um, mm. You got uh, uh, Willow and Oz, but they're more adorable than yeah. like really hot. Um, who knows? Maybe later on something might change. Mm. But. Uh, um, Who's to say? <laughs> yeah, if I, you know what, if I had to pick, I would say when Cordelia tells Harmony to shove it, mm. and then like goes off with Xander. I mean, I know this is kind of like putting Xander in a good light, but no, all this praise goes to Cordelia. Yeah. You like a strong, empowered woman who tells her friend you're a fucking sheep, and the bitch slaps her. No, like I mean, when you can like, when you realize. When you realize the course, like, that you've done, like, some stuff, you've gone along with some stuff, and there's just, like, this huge fault in your character, and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna fix this because there's somebody that I care about, that's what gets Daddy going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, hottest moment for me, uh, 
Giles flaming baseball bat <laughs> going to town. Actual I, hottest moment because there's fire everywhere. Listen, I find Giles so hot. You are not the only one. Oh, he I know. is like. I still remember when we had like our first Buffy Angel mm-hmm. marathon, and I mean, me being a me being a straight man, I always just saw him as like. Oh, he's he's just the teacher. But then, like, when my friends like Sean, Hannah, and you and Ben, you all were like, "Wow, Giles is so fucking hot." <laughs> there, so uh, it's less season one, Giles, and it, he just gets hotter as the show goes on. True, um, but he becomes more of a badass as the show yeah, goes on. So there's something about, um, like, like prim and proper British guy that he's got a secret dark past that he can bust out when he needs to but also always emotionally available for his Slayer daughter and his like like Slayer niece and nephews is what I'm gonna refer to the Scooby gang as. Fair enough. Like and just like generous of spirit Mm. Mm -mm -mm. he would (laughs) take care of you emotionally. I will eat that crumb but But he'd also like beat the shit out of someone who was mean to you. He's the perfect man. Yeah. So, so yeah. All right. All right. Um, least favorite season two moment, Harrison. Okay. So as much as we have talked about how good season two is overall, unfortunately, <laughs> season two does have, as we've talked about, a lot of those like kind of season one-esque episodes and it's hard to pick just one moment from those episodes much like it was hard to pick a favorite moment from the entire season but um i'm gonna have to say the weird like like fish monsters raping people thing yeah, it wasn't go good. Fish. It wasn't good. It's it's uncomfortable. It's not funny. It's it's a lot to handle. Oh, and then like Buffy had that line where it's like, "Wow, they really love their coach." Yeah, or whatever. like, oh, it's yeah. Do not care for it in an episode that has a lot of things I don't care for. Yeah. So that yeah, that's gonna be it for me. Well, I'm gonna go to our like gold star episode, bad eggs. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It's not having to do with the eggs. It's basically the entire storyline of those redneck vampire mm-hmm. brothers. Mm-hmm. Like, what was it even doing there? It's like they wanted to tell like more of a story with them, but then like it all just kind of yeah meant nothing in the end and. It's so dumb. That was another choice I was like hemming and hawing between. Where like, <laughs> um, yeah, I really, truly terrible. Yeah, not great. Not great. Uh, Jason, who was your character MVP for the season of the recurring cast? All and right. there's I am some... just gonna. I'm gonna specify. All right. Um, I, when I say recurring cast, I mean recurring for this season. So any characters who may possibly be added to the main cast later, but are still recurring at this point, count towards this category. Okay, so all right, um, there, the like the the recurring cast is great in this. I mm-hmm. mean, obviously you've got Spike and Drew, um, and uh, and uh, you have Jenny Calendar who had an amazing story. But you know what? I'm going to give it to Oz. Yeah? Uh, yeah, Oz. 
every moment that he was in was just so good. I mean, he had that like really great speech and innocence with uh with Willow and Willow's just like, Oh, I like I wanna make out with you and he's like, Yeah, I wanna make out with you too but I mean to the untrained observer <laughs> it would seem that you're doing this just to just because you're mad at Xander and when I wanna when I make out with you I want it to be like, you know, because you wanna make out with yeah. me. And like he and he and Willow are so cute together. They have their like animal cracker joke and mm-hmm. And like the, and that he is like there for her, like e- even though it's totally against his nature, if like <laughs> Xander makes her cry, he will deck the shit out of him, yeah. and then immediately help him. And, up. Yeah, because <laughs> that's the guy that he is. And then like uh, when she's like he's worried for her, but she he supports her when she wants to do the curse. Yeah. So yeah, like I I love Oz in this season. I agree. I. I I'm glad you picked Oz. I was worried you were going to pick my choice. Which I assumed you were going to pick Jenny Calendar. So. Oh, no. Okay. Um, Drusilla. Don't get me wrong. Love me some Jenny Calendar. Yeah. But Drusilla yeah. all the way. Yeah. I can, like, Juliet Landau gives such an unhinged performance. And I, a role like that just must be so fun to play. And she, I mean... She's nuts. She's she's so funny, and she like, you know, she finds a puppy and murders its owner and names the puppy Miss Sunshine. So I so I've met Julie Benz who played Darla. Oh, um, for a second, I thought you were about to say who played Drusilla, and no, I was like, no, no, no she no, does. I, I know, I know, it's Julie Lane now. I met Julie Benz, and she like Darla's not crazy. So like meeting Julie Benz was not like too much of a mind blower is more mm-hmm. just like this is really cool I'm getting to meet Julie Vince I've never met Juliet Landau and I don't know how I would react <laughs> to meeting somebody who isn't insane <laughs> like just meeting her and being like but you're normal like, yeah I don't know maybe she's not like, like I can't <laughs> even I can't even imagine what, what it's like <laughs> oh my gosh that's fantastic um, but I do want to give like a uh, an honorable mention to uh, Joyce yeah uh, because uh, like in the first season she's very kind of clueless as to mm-hmm. what's going on but in this season like obviously at the end of the season she finds out that Buffy's a slayer but uh, she also is like taking steps towards like stop treating me like I'm an idiot yeah. like she's actually saying like hey there's stuff going there's stuff going on and then like and uh, that final scene where she does tell like Joyce to or when, when Joyce does tell Buffy to leave like, yeah. uh, God, there's, like, I think the moment that really gets me is when she's, like, just drink, like, when Buffy says, like, oh, just drink, like, another, just have another drink or something yeah. like that. And then, like, Joyce, like, flings her glass. Mm-hmm. Like, it, that, God, it was, like, it, it was one of those few things that wasn't Angelus and Buffy mm-hmm. that was, like, building up all this season, and I loved it. Yeah, Joyce in season one is Buffy's mom. Um... She doesn't even get her name until a couple episodes, like, Mm. a a couple appearances. She's just Buffy's mom. Um, Joyce in season two is a character and has an arc. Um, And and an important arc. Yeah. And I I agree. I... Joyce was very nearly my MVP. She was... If I, like... Of the recurring cast, I probably would... Drusilla, Joyce... 
Um, and I think Jenny and Oz probably like share a spot. Jenny with, has quite a lot yeah. of going on for this season, and um, uh, and Spike would be in that spot. I would give them the three way tie there. Um, cool. Did I ask that question or did yeah. you? Okay, uh, Harrison, <laughs> your character MVP for the main cast. Okay, so this is hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think the this season utilizes the core six regulars so well um much better than season one season one is really lopsided um it it was weird re-watching season one and realizing that willow gets very little focus mm-hmm. she has one episode that's a high robot yeah <laughs> um and it's buffy and in all fairness though there are like nine less episodes that's true um but really, Buffy and Xander are the characters who have the most to do in season one. And I think, uh, one, Buffy's obviously the main character, and two, like, Xander is the only male in their group. Yeah. So, uh, hate to say it. Yeah. <laughs> season two just finds a much better balance. All six of them, adding Angel into the main cast for season two, because he was just recurring in season one, um, they all get significant arcs. They all get really significant character development. Um, so it's difficult, um, but I'm going to say, just from sheer character development, I'm going to say Cordelia. Okay. Um, just what an arc. Um, just from season, episode one of this season through episode 22, not even like counting what happened in season one, but like she grows so, so much. Um, she... I just, I really, really love that a character who initially came across as such a vapid bitch has grown into someone who is more caring, more selfless, more self-assured, um, but has not... Did, did you not, say more self-assured? No, self-assured. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, but has not lost her edge. Yeah. Um, she can still... You know, just because she's a little nicer and she cares about people and has more empathy doesn't mean that she's not going to insult your outfit. Um, so I'm going to say Cordelia. Good good pick. Um, my runner-up, Sarah Michelle Gellar. I yeah. mean, she just... She had such an arc to go through. And there are so many times, whether it be like her sadness... Um, like the weight of her, the weight of her like life, or even like the really funny moments like in Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered, yeah. when um, like we get to see that, and she does it to perfection. Like she's really, really good. It cannot be said enough. But yeah. it's like it's it's not even close for me. <laughs> it's it's gotta be like Angel, yeah. David Boreanaz. I mean. All the, like, throughout the series uh, to this point, you heard, like, oh, he was, like, the most fearsome vampire of all. And he... What? Sorry, it is... He's the most fearsome vampire of all. That's just what happened in my head when you said all that. All right, cool. I mean, you, you do you, man. You do you. Uh, but the... Uh, but that he is able to go from the the man that Buffy loves into the monster that she has to kill. Mm -hmm. And he does it so well. Like, cause I mean, it really is like, Oh, beginning of surprise. 
or like excuse me, end of surprise, beginning of innocence, when um, he like, despite the strange outfit change, um, <laughs> when he I like wanted to see that Deboriana's dick <laughs> when he. When, like, he immediately just turns on mm-hmm. and, like, kills that girl in the parking or in the alley. And he is, he's a heartbreaker. He broke, he broke Buffy's heart before she even knew that he lost his soul. Mm-hmm. He is, um. It's not all he broke. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Bro- no. No, not her hymen. I meant <laughs> Jenny Callender's neck. Well, I was getting to that, but... <laughs> Ew! <laughs> I thought you were just talking about Buffy. <laughs> oh my god. That's gonna be the hashtag for this episode. Not her hymen. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh. Anyway, he is a heartbreaker. He like is able to just completely emotionally devastate Buffy... But he's also the monster that yeah. kills Jenny Calendar in like a true, like one of the most frightening uh, scenes in the whole series, yeah. and it all leads to like the great confrontation at the end. That of course, like, is equally heartbreaking because Angel comes back, and like, not only does Buffy see it, but we as an audience see it, and yeah. we we cry, we cry. Um, shout out to David Boreanaz who has been working in television nonstop for 23 years. Yeah. Um, so he went straight from... Angel to Bones? Angel to Bones. So yeah, five, um, his time on Buffy starting in 97. Five seasons of Angel that ended in 2005, I think. Um, Let's see, he was, on, he was on Buffy for three seasons. Yeah. So season three would have ended in uh, 90... 99. Or no, 2000. No, it's 99. Okay, 99. Yeah. And then like five seasons later, then 2004. Yeah. And then immediately went to Bones, which was 12 seasons. God. <laughs> and then immediately from Bones went into Seal Team, which is... On CBS. Yeah, which has been on like three seasons now. I think like so, that. yeah. Um, I mean, it's a CBS show, so it's gonna... Yeah. It, it, when CBS shows make it past the first season, they're usually <laughs> yeah. on there for at least like eight or yeah. nine. And he's been the the lead on all of those shows the only show he wasn't the lead on was Buffy um so props to you David Boreanaz that yeah. sounds exhausting take a break after SEAL Team or yeah. don't it's your life I don't give a shit come to conventions so then I can meet you and get a picture with you and hug you Aww. um alright so Jason uh, I already know your answer but what is your favorite season two episode do i have to like specify a part or can i just say becoming you can just say becoming. yeah it's becoming like <laughs> and I, I don't need to say any more about it it's it's like literally my favorite episode of television so Fair. all right um so while becoming is also my favorite episode of the season um for the sake of not just being repetitive yeah i'm gonna say passion there you go um because it's my second favorite episode of the season it, and one of my top 10 favorite episodes of the show i think it like truly up the stakes mm-hmm. um because we saw like angel like kill some kill some random people throughout um in those first few episodes he was in jealous and uh we saw him uh and it was always like eating them or yeah. whatever. Uh, and we saw him uh, 
and we saw him like being a nuisance to the Buffy team, to the Scooby Gang. Yeah. But in this one, he is a cold blooded killer. Yep. And he kills somebody who we care about. Yeah. Who we care about. Who Jaws cared about. R.I.P. Jenny Calendar. R.I.P. Jenny Calendar. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, least favorite season two episode. Alrighty. So. There are three episodes of season two that just fall to the bottom of the barrel for me. There's some assembly required. They are bad eggs and they are go fish. But I'm going to have to give the top award or the bottom award (laughs) to go fish. Um, I actually, I mean, I will say I do think bad eggs and some assembly required are, um, are, are objectively worse episodes than go fish. But Go, Go Fish placement. Oh my god. It is right before Becoming. And it, it's and it's right after I only have eyes for you. Yeah. It <laughs> is no place existing. And it has no place existing where it does in the season. Um, so screw you, Go Fish. I wish you were an episode where Kendra came back one episode sooner and got more to do. I honestly, uh, I can't. I know we like want to try to have different answers. You can, but do no, like I gotta, I gotta agree with you on that one. And I just remember, and like, I, it's always funny to say that like that was my least favorite. Like, not only is that my least favorite episode of the season, but it's also like the first little bit of Buffy that I ever saw. Um, <laughs> that which, was by the way, blowing. Yeah, your your face when I said that was so good. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's. It's so bad. There's like a huge focus on Xander, which is never a good, <laughs> like, well, with, with like a couple of notable exceptions is never a good, yeah. um, like I think you've got Bewitched, Bothered, Bewildered, the Zeppo, and that may be about it on episodes that are good with Xander. I am a big fan of The Replacement. Um, oh, is that the one with, uh, with the other Brendan brother? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I, I'd agree with you on that one. All right. Go fish. We hate you. Yep. You uh, suck. <laughs> Jason, what was your favorite episode to record of our podcast? Um, God, I gotta say it was probably passion. Because mm-hmm. um, one, having the wonderful Grace Robertson on here, it was great. And we got to like have just so much fun. I drank so much in that episode. <laughs> and... I like how we're, we were able to just, like, make all those random comments. Like, I'm pretty sure that was the episode where we talked about, like, how your nipples are the same color as your lips. Yep, that, um, that was that episode. <laughs> and uh, I don't have time to, like, listen to a lot of, uh, like, the entire episodes. Um, I usually try to, like, listen to, like, a little bit of them. But Passion, I listened all the way through. <laughs> and I'm like, this, gosh, we're, we're really funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I... Was I, I had a feeling we were each going to pick an episode that had a guest on it. Yeah. Um, well, that's because we have great we have great friends. We do, and um, you know we have such a fun dynamic. You and I, we've known each other a long time. We we click really well, um, and we always have. So um, you know, I think like you and I slid into a really easy dynamic for this. Um, so it's really I really enjoy that. I really love that. But I also really love getting someone in here to kind of shake it up a bit. Oh, yeah, no, it's fun. That's really fun. Um, And during Passion, you and Grace both 
drink so much. <laughs> and it was it was so funny. I was like, I don't like, want to drink the rest of this wine. And Grace grabbed it from me and poured herself a glass. <laughs> oh, it was such a fun time. And I was just like, uh, I was like, oh... I'm, like, the moderator here, <laughs> making sure that we're staying relatively on track. Um, that is, like, the, uh, also, Passion is the only episode that I have actually, uh, so far, apologized on Facebook for having drank too much. <laughs> um, but I think, for me, my favorite, um, it was I Only Have Eyes for You. Oh, uh, yes. Specifically for our power bottom discussion. <laughs> I just... I knew it! it I knew it! It was so fun. I like... like the, the, the centerpiece <laughs> of the promotion for that episode. Oh, my gosh. I was like... <laughs> as it was happening, I was just like, yes, this is good stuff. This is good stuff. <laughs> and, like... And Ben and I kept, like... Ma- like making these, like, like eye contact. Like, are you going to take this? Am I going to take this? Which one is it? And, but also, like... Ben and I also, I could tell Ben was, like, being trying to be careful, like, as we're discussing it, not revealing too much about, like, our own personal, like, sexual preferences <laughs> and, like, proclivities. Not that, like, I personally give a shit, but um, I'm an open book, I'll tell you anything, but I don't think John would be very comfortable with me <laughs> sharing some of that. Um, so it was just, it was a fun discussion, um, and I had a good time. Glad that I could facilitate the education of uh, <laughs> of people who aren't too familiar with what power bottoms are. Well, now we know. All right. One last question to go. All right. It is... Overall season two feelings. Yeah. I mean, what a great season. Um, I think... I, 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 would, I think it's a season that's better than the sum of its parts. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I would be willing to bet if I went through and averaged out each of my episode grades, it would be a lower score than the actual 4.5 out of 5 um, that I would give this season. Um, I think, you know, if you're going to average it, some of those lesser episodes would drag yeah. the season down quite a bit. Um, but just that the the arc and the good episodes the really good episodes are really good yeah and the arc is so wonderful even the episodes that suck have something they have a funny joke or a great line yeah we really tried to grab what we could out of those episodes yeah (laughs) you know i don't think there is any episode of buffy that i I don't know. I, I, I was going to say, like, that there's not something good I can get, lean from it, but I'm, well, I'm going to, we'll see. Um, but it's, yeah, it's great. And honestly, most of those kind of crappy episodes, with a couple obvious exceptions, are relegated more towards the beginning of the season. So mm-hmm. it's easy to kind of just get past them and move on, especially once we hit, um, like, what's my line? And... Um, hey, and, that's when I started. That is, and um, surprise and innocence, and um, yeah, passion, like I said, yeah. passion. Oh my gosh, so many good moments, so many good episodes. I mean, we were able to, you know, these thirteen questions that we had pull so much good stuff, um, and I just I love it. The character development, you know, the arcs for all six of our main characters, as well as several recurring characters new and old um 
I think season two is fantastic. I love it. It is, you know, it's not my personal favorite season, but I understand why it is the top season for so many fans. Yeah. So, yeah, those are my overall season two feelings. I am one of those fans. Um, and I think uh, an important thing to remember about season two is... Uh, it is like kind of the first full season of Buffy that yeah. we get because season one, um, it had, it not only had to establish the world, but it also only had like 11 episodes to pull off. Like, it was 11 episodes. Uh, 13. 12. 12? Yeah. 12. Okay. <laughs> Average it out. Average it out. Yeah. <laughs> Split the difference. Uh, 12, um, 12 episodes. And uh, so I feel like this is the first real full fledged season of Buffy that we got. And, it turns out to be Buffy at its best. Like, I think um, when we were talking about Becoming, how, like, that is, um, like, uh, how the favorite episodes amongst uh, Buffy fans are uh, Once More With Feeling, mm-hmm. The Body, and um, Hush, and Becoming. I'd say those are safe picks for the top four episodes amongst Buffy I would, fans in general. Yeah. And, like... All those other episodes, and we'll get to them, um, but they have like a little twist in them, yeah. something that makes them unique for television. Becoming isn't really like it doesn't rely on like a clever twist or um, a uh, a uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a gimmick. Yeah, it, it doesn't rely on. Gimmick. I feel like gimmick is like being harsh towards those episodes. Yeah. Um, it doesn't have like a hook. How about that? Like, it, yeah, it doesn't yeah. have like a hook. It's so it's literally just kind of like pure Buffy and yeah. Buffy at its peak, um, with like all the storytelling and characterization. Um, all of it is, uh, you see it throughout this season, and you see it as you said, like so many of the characters like had such great arcs. Yeah. Um, they became full fledged characters. You had an awesome supporting cast and. The fact that the season, the fact that the middle of the season is able to like turn the show on its head, which I guess is kind of like a gimmick in of itself, but yeah. I think they earned that. Yeah. Um, and like it had a, it had like, oh, here's the person that Buffy loved the most, and now she's her, now he is her greatest enemy. Yeah, is what just great. Um, I, yeah, I can't say en- enough good things about this season. But yeah, it is my favorite. I'm not saying that all the other seasons are shit. <laughs> like I will have plenty of praise to yeah. keep on all the other seasons that There's we talk so about. So much good stuff. To yeah, come. but uh, this one is always a special one for me. And uh, like I, I may be a basic Buffy fan, but season two is my favorite. That's okay. And... All right. Cool. Well, thank you for joining us on Booze and Buffy. Uh, we're gonna be back next week. Um, but instead of an episode on Thursday, you are going to get an episode on Tuesday, March 10th, um, because that is the 23rd anniversary of the original airing of Welcome to the Hellmouth. And Woo! we are doing a special episode on the original unaired pilot. Uh-huh. Um, I've never seen this before. <laughs> I have seen it once. Like I watched it like 10 years ago. Um, I, after I watched the show and was like obsessed the first time I was like, like what other like content can I find? <laughs> and I, I found that. Um, so I'm excited to rewatch it too. <laughs> um, so, um, so you'll only have to wait five days to hear our dulcet tones, uh, Ooh. instead of your usual seven. 
Uh, I'm Jason. You can find me on Instagram at uh, YamiJ and sure. on Twitter at YamiJ357 or the other way around. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I think I think Instagram is the YamiJ357 <laughs> and Twitter handle is YamiJ. One day you're going to get this right. <laughs> yeah, you know, I should pay attention to it, but I don't. Yeah. I have a lot of other things going on in my life. <laughs> uh, I'm Harrison. You can find me on Instagram at Harrison Alexander Kaufman and on Twitter at Harrison Kaufman. That's spelled C-O-F-F-M-A-N. And you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and this is the important one, mm-hmm. <laughs> at Booze and Buffy, and is spelled out A-N-D, or you can email us at boozeandbuffy at gmail.com. Again, the and is spelled out A-N-D. Yes. And I, if you, I'd love to hear your answers to any of these questions um, that, that we posed today. Um, I'll put I'll put a list of the question in the. Episode I'm looking notes. forward to hearing what the hottest moment is. Mm, I mean, could be the Battle mm. of the Bulge. <laughs> oh, I forgot about the Battle of the Bulge. That How might, could I have forgotten? That might be like the funniest thing I've said this whole damn season. <laughs> uh, you can also find us on YouTube. We will release a short video with each episode where we will discuss spoilers that we can't talk about on our podcast. Also, please don't forget to subscribe and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, or Google Play, or Spotify, or Amazon? Does Amazon have one? I don't know. Maybe. Um, uh, Amazon's got one of everything. Wherever you get your podcasts. And as always, go slay. And be gay. Bye.